Learn how to fucking do math, you fucking ingrate. Oh no. Oh, no, no, this is this is terrible. <laughs> this is a warning for the rest of the episode. By the way, this is garbage. Alright, uh so I got Welcome to Brose, the podcast for bros who drink rose. Or for brodettes who drink rose. Come to think of it, it's for everyone who drinks rose. Or anyone who doesn't drink rose. It's for anyone who is a bro or not who drinks rose or not. It's for everyone. Please like our show, please. <laughs> my name is please Matt Casnell, like and I am joined, as I am every week, by my bros in Rosé. To my right, Mr. Richard Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And directly across from me, reporting live from Saskatoon. I don't know. What? Tim Hansen. <laughs> what the fuck is Saskatoon? Listen, man, when you don't show up for these shows, we get to send you wherever we want and say you're in Saskatoon oh. this week. All right. This is where, as, as Rich and Sean quickly look up uh, th- facts about Saskatoon that we can quiz you about. Yeah, I think oh, he's in no. Canada it's, again. It's, 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 <laughs> why do you keep saying Saskatchewan Canada? Canada. <laughs> the pro- Listen, my worldview is very still cold, eh? My world is still very cold. It still hasn't come back from last time. Uh, welcome to episode 8.1 oh boy. of the Brose Podcast. Holy hell in a handbasket, man. Unreal. Uh, it's okay. absolutely incredible. We've we've recorded, this is our 22nd episode of at, the show. At the end of this session, we'll have practically talked for almost an entire day. It is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to think about the fact that we, so A, sorry. did that, but B, that people are listening to this. Yeah, I know. Any, but, any amount of people, really. It's <laughs> absolutely incredible. We thank you so much for listening to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the whole nine yards, and for sending us questions at brosequestions at gmail.com. Brosequestions <laughs> at gmail.com. It's because I haven't started drinking yet. <laughs> yeah. By episode three, I'm going to be like, by sending them to White House Press Secretary at... Uh, now, now I want to give you guys a, a quick warning. And and this is... I, I talked to Rich about this earlier, but uh, this is going to be a struggle for me today because um, I went to brunch today. And the... The problem with brunch is that there's a lot of food and I, there's very little, I ate my food and then my father-in-law had some leftover food, which is also fried chicken and I ate it. And then somebody ordered the table beignets and I ordered, ate two of those. And then it was grandma Mary's uh, 83rd birthday. And so there's birthday cake and I ate that too. But you know the phrase, not all heroes wear capes. I will persevere. I'm going to make Atta it boy. When When the going gets tough and the, the inclination is for me to fall asleep straight here on this table, I'm going to push through. When some combination of the two of you are talking about a cartoon I've never heard of, I will resist the urge to nap immediately. And by episode three, when I'm just full of butter and sugar and alcohol and ready to crash, I will say, no, sir, because I'm here for you, the bros and brodettes of the Brose podcast, and and you are my focus here on the on this all days of days. We really so appreciate you, it, man. Thanks, man. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> so, so what I took away from this is, uh, you ate a lot and you want to take a nap. Yeah. So, yeah. so all right. <laughs> also, a little behind the scenes, Tim. He was playing dramatic music behind that. Yeah, we you have uh, we have music playing throughout this, and oh. Tim can't hear it. <laughs> <I can't hear. laughs> 
<laughs> so thank you to the NFL, for NFL Films for providing us that music. Uh, before we get going, Sean, do you want to do the book thing now, or do you want to? We'll, we'll wait till uh, next episode. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll go into episode two doing that. We um, should talk about our wines, Matt. Yes, I know. I, I'm trying to figure that out. Listen, <laughs> we we threw this together like at the last minute, even more so than all of our other shows. So I just want to see which which segments we were going to do before we got to the the normal festivities. Um, of course, normally we answer questions from you, the gentle listeners, and and our our family and friends and and all of you, um, which again, you can submit to brosequestions at gmail.com. And we answer uh, three sets of questions per session. So uh, you'll see episode 8.2 and 8.3 coming out in your feeds over the next two weeks. Uh, But first, as Tim alluded to, we will discuss our rosés, the rosés we're drinking this afternoon. And Tim, uh, we'll start with you. What what are you drinking this afternoon? Um, I'm drinking a lovely Johnny Walker Green Label. Oh yes, uh, that's right. <laughs> because I figured we'd finish with me, not start with me. Uh, well, okay, you're being a pain in the ass about the rosé, so I wanted to, I had to get on you. But uh, we'll, we'll start like with that. Great. So, so this is, in fact, uh, as we agreed to uh, at the beginning of this, we decided that during the the week or month that corresponds closely to closest to your birthday, you'll be allowed to drink whatever you want, rosé or otherwise. Sean, you had your opportunity in December and you drank rosé. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, is your month? Your birthday is on March eighth correct yep march is my time to shine baby and you are drinking johnny walker green label you're a scotch guy i'm a scotch guy i mean honestly i'm just a whiskey guy Mm -hmm. it just depends on what time of year it is honestly scotch works all year round bourbon i tend to like more towards in like the winter just because it gives you that burn in your chest yeah Mm -hmm. bourbon's a great uh, winter alcohol yeah but uh green label nice it's got a little bit of smoke but it's not overpowering and it's just delicious on my palate now is there a i i know that you've procured a bottle of johnny walker blue label but what would you say is your your favorite scotch uh, of, of all it could be you know the, the cheapest kind the best kind whatever uh i haven't opened the blue label yet okay uh that's a that's that's a tough question because honestly kind of like i was saying it depends on what time of year like in the dead of winter give me johnny walker double black it just it's just delicious. It's got so much of that smoky flavor to it. Um, I can't remember the name of the one Martha got me for my birthday, but that works all year round. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, that Dalmore Cigar Malt That's is a good definitely one. up there. That's really high up there. It's really good. And the Dalmore makes a beautiful bottle, too. Like, I'm a sucker for a bottle that looks really good, and it's got, like, the deer yeah. antlers on it and everything. It's very Yeah, that's that stag on the front is just so cool it's looking. beautiful, yeah. So, so ha- happy happy early birthday to you, Tim. Uh, Thank you. And, uh, and enjoy your scotch. You're I only, will. You're, you're only drinking one glass for the three sessions, right? Fucking no. <laughs> oh, God, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing one finger. That's true. I'm doing one finger per episode, and I'm already home, so it's not like I'm doing anything yeah. dumb. That's fair. Okay. That's yeah, absolutely that's, fair. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's a reasonable amount. All right, you, you've, you've successfully swayed us. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking Il Mimo, a, I think it's an Italian wine uh, that has no tasting notes, um, and so far, it is fine. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to decide if I like it or not. So I'll, I'm going to come back in the second episode with an opinion. It's got a good mask on it, the it cool uh, acting mask. Yeah, it, it's, it's terrifying. staring at me the entire time. Yeah, there's no eyes. It's <laughs> eyeless. Uh, it's real dry. I think you'd like it, Matt. Okay. And uh, yeah, so nice. it's fine. Excellent. Uh, Richie, what are you drinking today? I am uh, drinking uh, Lobedia Rosado. 
uh, I believe is how you pronounce it. It is a uh, it is an organic wine. It is from an organic Ooh. vineyard. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure where Domino di Punctum. I have no idea where that is. Uh, it's got a neat little like butterfly on it, and if you feel the label, it's actually like raised. The butterfly is. Ooh, it's which... like a really fancy business card. Yeah, I, I I like it. It's, embossed, it's cool. even. Yeah. Yeah, embossed. Is it embossed? <laughs> uh, it might be embossed. Uh, the right of it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty. It it, it yeah. tastes pretty good. I, I like it. It's so, very satisfying to the touch. I'm back to the animals right now. We'll see how it goes for next time. Could pretty butterfly. Good. I'm drinking I'm rosé uh, <laughs> from the Napa Valley. Uh, it is a Cab Sav uh, rosé, and I this is to to further my my experimentation into like rosés that are flavored with other types of red wine. So I've had the Pinot Noir red before, and now this is a Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, this is from a small cafe in Napa Valley where a group of us, um, not me, not us, um, <laughs> gather for lunch informally quite often. The Friday lunch is always a little more special. So by the share, so by the sharing of ma- special made, so by the sharing of favorite wines. Throughout the summer of 2003, I was introduced to various, uh, Saguenay rose wa- rose wines, finding them so pleasant and suitable for the light style of summer food. I decided to create a rose in the Saguenay style from grapes grown in the Napa Valley. This is 2006, uh, Ooh, according okay. to this. So okay. uh, now that's what it says in the corner. I don't know if that's when this company was created or when the wine was, but there's no other year uh, elsewhere on here. So I'm assuming it's a 2006. That's weird. Yeah, it's cool. It tastes, it tastes good so far. Uh, expert uh, rosé expert Sean, aren't rosés supposed to be younger? Uh, no, they generally are, but I don't think it's it's not necessary for a, a wine to be good. And also, if it's like. A closer closer to a red, I guess that you would it would oh. that, that would change that too. It might be, yeah. Yo, I found out what legs were though. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, it's got good legs." I found out what that was. <laughs> it's like when it's dripping on the side. Yeah, of the Yeah, but right? it's so oh. the the way that happens is if like a good legged wine is one with a higher alcohol content because oh. it increases the alcohol content increases the viscosity and then it'll it'll help like the, less. That is interesting. Tension. Yeah, so like your Scotch should have dope ass legs. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Whiskey. <laughs> Just call it leg scotch. Yeah. Long ass legs. Um, so I have here in my hand envelope number one uh, for the for the first set of questions that we have here today. Are you gentlemen ready for what the audience has provided us? Yeah. Yeah. Let's right. do it. What, is the, right. what does the uh, thing say? Now, on the back of it, it says, uh, when life gives you rosé, you make brosé. From Jacob, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's vintage. It is vintage. Got, it, it has a vintage. Aged very that. appropriately for rosé. So uh, so here we are for the first set of questions. Again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you'd like to send us anything to ponder about the life, the universe, and everything in between. Uh, this first question is, hi, submitting a question that is less verbose this time around. Why was this Super Bowl just the worst? And it was submitted by James Troutman. <laughs> uh, now, we watched the Super Bowl. Uh, me, Rich, and, and uh, Tim watched the Super Bowl with uh, Mr. Troutman. Yes. And uh, But my understanding, Sean, so you watched it at home with, with your wife and, and I did watch Jacob. it with, with my wife and Jacob. And uh, Jacob is a huge Patriots fan. Yes. And that was one of the reasons I decided to opt out of yes. going to anyone else's house. Yeah. It's also the biggest strike against you as a parent. I, the- you know what? Sometimes you know. Sometimes your kids do drugs, and sometimes they like the Patriots. Sometimes and- they watch Robert Kraft. Yeah. Oh, isn't this the most special Super Bowl we've ever won? No, he started to like football on my watch, and so I, I have failed him as a parent. And you know what? I have another chance coming. Up. <laughs> but so my, but, but I also understand that even Jacob. 
who, and I'm only hearing this third hand, but I, I have it on good authority that Jacob, although he was happy with the result because he's as a Patriots yeah. fan, he acknowledged that it was a bad football game. It was a terrible football game. Yeah. I don't think this, I didn't watch it. I think, I think I bowed out in like the third quarter and because at that you. point it was 13 to, or no, it was three to something. It, it was, was awful. It, it was, was three to three at that point. Yeah, still. it was like, they garbage. Still, yeah. <laughs> that was a horrible football game. And like, there's a difference between, a football game that's between like, oh, this is two great defenses slugging it out. But like, there were some decent defensive plays. Like, there were some great plays where plays got blown up in the backfield and then Brady was thrown down and Jared Goff was thrown down, but they're not great defenses that were going at each other. It was mostly like Jared Goff throwing it to no one in particular. Oh, yeah. Didn't uh, he throw an interception directly to a defensive player who was yeah. not near anyone? It was, it was very close. Yeah. yeah. He underthrew a guy. He was throwing it to the end zone. He underthrew his guy by a solid five yards. Yeah. Uh, he was going for, I want to say, Brandon Cooks. And uh, Stephen Gilmore was like, nah. <laughs> he underthrew him by like five yards. It was like a punt return. Yeah. Uh, and there were several plays like, you know, when you're running out of bounds, you're, you're as the quarterback. If you've got nobody to throw to and you're running out of bounds, you're supposed to just throw it away. No go, no yards gained, loss. You just lose yeah. it down. He would just run out of bounds. Yeah, like that's that's like basic like high school level shit that you're supposed to learn. He hasn't figured it out. As his I don't even NFL. sports, and I know better. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. bad. Yeah, like, it was it, just it, it was so uninteresting. And I think the Super Bowl generally isn't a great game to watch because you're not really no. invested in it, and it usually is two great defenses just slugging it out, mm-hmm. and you have low scoring games. But this, like you said, it was because that can even be interesting because you see two people like two sides playing football well but it was just no one was playing yeah, the game no. it was just like tom brady just phoning it in mm-hmm. and winning and, yeah because uh, it just worked yeah. he had one nice ball to gronk late in the game uh that that put him in position for the only touchdown of the game um and, 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 and the way i'm thinking back to it the last time that the super bowl was pretty much this not one-sided but like where it wasn't that close like there have been a, we've been sort of fortunate the Super Bowl generally isn't a bad game, but like last year, the Eagles won and it was an exciting game. Uh, the year before that, the Patriots won and they had the biggest comeback in Super Bowl yeah, history. Yeah, which is which is like I don't like the Patriots, but that was that was a dope game. It was exciting yeah. as yeah. hell. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the last time we had a bad game like this was like the Seahawks scored fifty on the Broncos like five or six years ago, but okay. it, their but their defense was just smothering and, and they <laughs> they had a great pick six and like dude like snapped the ball over Peyton Manning's head and in the back of the end zone. There was exciting stuff. What was the most like there's no defining play of this Super Bowl. No, no it was just it was just boring snooze fest. And mm-hmm. I just yeah. I I honestly considered leaving post halftime. Yeah, I, I would not have blamed anybody for like, we had a Super Bowl yeah. party at our, at our place, and I would not have blamed anybody for leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was coming off game. I was coming off an illness, and I was just like, I'm just going to take some Nyquil at the end of the third quarter and go to bed. Like, yeah. I'm sorry everyone who's still here, but deuces because this game sucks. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was absolute garbage. So, but the question was, why was it bad? Right? Yes, I believe it was. Why was this Super Bowl just the worst? Uh, I think I think it is a combination of Jared Goff not being that good. Yep, uh, and having a very good team around him to kind of pick him like. Uh, pick up all of his deficiencies. Yeah. And then you have Tom Brady who is like, who mm-hmm. sees that and is just like, oh, I have won 85 Super Bowls already. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It was the exact opposite of like when you have a good quarterback, like Tom Brady, it's like the rising water raises all boats. Like Tom Brady has, has made a career out of taking admittedly, like, let's be honest, Julian Edelman's not a really good football player. <laughs> like, Julian Edelman is fine, but this idea that Julian Edelman, like, there was there was chatter after the Super Bowl, well, can Julian Edelman go into the Hall of Fame? He is, um, I, I looked this up a couple weeks ago for the <clears throat> Keystone Coast to Coast podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, uh, and Julian Edelman's, like, 246th all-time in receiving yards, oh, no. which is insane. Um, but yeah. So it's like Tom Brady's made a career out of taking guys like Edelman and, like, James White and Troy Brown 
and making them good on the strength of him being Tom Brady and Bill Belichick being Bill Belichick. And Jared Goff is the exact opposite yeah. because he had a team with Todd Todd Gurley who wasn't playing well, but C.J. Anderson, Robert Woods, Brand, like like good players on that offense and a good offensive line. He's just like, nah, you're all going down with me. No yeah. one is forever. It was lucky. Yeah. It. it was just a choke city from the Rams. Yeah. And then yeah, it was just it was so fucking bad. Yeah, and, and not to to make this always about the Eagles, but I'm gonna make this about the Eagles. Like. You cannot tell me that you that anyone in this country would rather have watched the Rams do that than to see like Nick Foles and the Eagles in the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Or Carson Wentz and the Eagles in the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, even if again. the even if the Eagles had lost, it would have been a better game. Of course, because it'll be competitive. Mm-hmm. I, I blame yeah. this more on the refs from the Saints game than I do the Rams. <laughs> that, I agree. And I, yeah. the Patriots. Th- that would have been a good game that I would have like, watched the whole thing of. I, I would have watched the whole thing. But I I mean the, the Saints fans have gotten so we're going to New Orleans. Uh, in a couple of days, my wife and I, uh, we're taking a trip down, uh, and, uh, it's, it's, they're still like going crazy over that call in New Orleans. Like they filed lawsuits against the league. It's They've un- like, put a, signs up. Like, I, listen, it was possibly the worst call I've ever seen <laughs> in terms of like blatantness. And I think we can all like agree that that was, if not the worst, then one of like the five worst refereeing calls ever. Yeah. But also, they got the ball first in overtime. Maybe score a touchdown. Like may- maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe don't, like let them back in after being up by twenty. Like, yeah, yeah, th- that's, them. that's on them. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a terrible call, but there have been worse. And yeah, yeah, that sucks. But to your point, yeah, I would rather watch the Saints. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than than the than the Rams. Yeah, um, completely agree. Yeah, so uh, football season is uh, is we're, we're good for the next eight months. Oh man, uh, pitchers and catchers have already. Uh, yeah, they reported. Yep, reported they reported in, last week. So Bryce football, Har- or baseball season, fellas. Bryce Harper's close to being a Philly, as he has been for the last two and a half months. <laughs> Fucking sign him. <laughs> All right. The next question, uh, submitted by Jensen Sweeten. Oh boy. Uh, oh, we have two questions on one sheet. So let's start with the first one. Cheating. Uh, so if you had a logo instead of a name, what would it look like? Oh, so kind of like Prince. If you're Ed Prince. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd be two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it would be a wine glass shaped like the male symbol with wine pouring at the end. Tilted. That's a good one. Ooh. That's a really good I'm one. I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> Got the arrow pointing out for that. That's that's an interesting one. So that'd be, that'd be a really excellent. Uh, listen, Shannon Vogel, if you're out there, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the illustrator of our phenomenal logo for Brose, if we could get like the like the alternate logo, like, you know, the NFL team has like the like the Eagles have the, the bird and then also like the, the, the wing on the side of their helmet. Like we need we, that equivalent. So we've we got can, the normal Brose logo and then we need the alternate, which is the bottle with the, the male symbol. They're, they're uh, street team stickers that we need. Yes. For yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what we need. That would be awesome. That's a great succinct way of looking at it. <laughs> but Tim, is that your personal logo or is that for the podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, no, Britt, my, what would you mine say would have to is? have scotch incorporated in some yeah. way. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I don't. My logo would have to be something going along the lines with like video games and stuff, like a controller. Um, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, some sort of video game controller combination of all of them, like an amalgam of all mm-hmm. video game controllers. Yeah. So you like the little ends of like the the Xbox controller, like a little thicker bottom or something, uh, like mostly more Nintendo stuff than it would be anything else. Mm. So wait, like, was the question about our own personal logo? I yeah, thought if it was for pl- the- no, no, no. If you had a logo instead of a name, although it didn't say if you individually, had, it just said if you had a logo instead of a name. So I think they're looking at it for you individually. That my guess uh, is that's the spirit uh, of the question. Yeah, I, I would assume I individual. Up. No, I, no, I love your idea. 
<laughs> no, that, that's great. Well, I I was gonna say we should answer it for the group as well. You already did that. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll so go you're gonna do some like, Nintendo controllers, like some sort of combination of Nintendo and maybe PlayStation controllers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would mostly identify me. Like, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah, I think I'm not sure. I think it would be a picture of me with a football in one hand, like cradling it. But then, like, have you seen the Heisman the Heisman Trophy? Uh, where the mm-hmm. the logo the the, yeah. the Heisman Trophy for those who've never seen it, it's a picture of a football player holding cradling a football in one hand and giving somebody the stiff arm with the other hand. Mine would probably be that, but like holding like a guitar. Like I'd be, I'd be having a guitar on my back, cradling a football and giving a stiff arm with like a PlayStation controller. Okay, I think that's about it. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, we, not we a need an artist to draw all of these. <laughs> oh yeah, just my two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick to that because, and this will be the one, the one mention of both of my dicks in this in this session. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna stick with that. I'm not gonna mention my my wiener. I'm trying to mention it less, <laughs> but it's so hard because it comes stop. up. It's such a dumb, easy joke. It's yeah. because you started the bit. On it was the first thing one. you said on the show. <laughs> like, if you had said anything else for your yeah. first thing on the show. It would not be yeah, so You're recurring. right. I did like, this to myself. I actually went back and listened to the first episode, and I went around and I said to my right, Richard Sweeten, to my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien, you interrupted me and said, that's Sean Old Two Dicks O'Brien to you, <laughs> sir. Which is <laughs> not... I mean, listen, I, I let you go with it. I didn't know where the show was going to go, so I let you roll with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we have a quota now. For one episode, we get like one reference to, uh, to, to Sean's... Uh, Weird genitalia. <laughs> uh, so, are, are we good on logos? Do you want to move on to the next question? Please. I think, I think we're right. pretty good. Uh, the next question, also from Jensen Sweeten, uh, says, If you could teach everyone in the world one concept, what concept would have the biggest positive impact on humanity? This is how do we go from logos to such a heavy fucking question? Listen, man, this is the breadth of the Brose podcast. <laughs> this is how it works every time. This is how it works. Is every time we end up talking about dicks, the very next question is, "What are your guys' thoughts on feminism?" Oh my god, <laughs> I have, a, I actually, I have a good. So I wanted to talk about this on the podcast because I was very upset coming here. I had a fight on the internet right before I came here. No, that was your first mistake. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't with Tim. No, it was about privilege. Okay, so I think one way to kind of uh, a way to benefit the most amount of people would be to to define and ha- have them understand the concept of privilege and know that like it's not requesting that we feel uh guilty for the privilege that we have but acknowledging it and helping other people have those things as well okay so so how have you learned to do that cuz i've i've it's, 100% it's, so had that before it's so hard to as like this and not to like complain about being in a position of power and be like, it's so nobody understands how hard I have it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, um, Tim can't handle it. It's, it's really the visual was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. But it's, so it's, it is just, it's, it's hard to look at the things that you have and recognize that they are the culmination of a bunch of injustices done to other people and being aware of that and being like, how can I working within the system that we have kind of, you know, help other people in the way that I've been helped. And, like, the the argument that I was having was that this, this girl was like, what, so, like, having a good education is a privilege? Well, I think it should be a human right. And I'm like, fucking, yeah, but it's not, unfortunately, right. in, the, in the system. Like, no one, no, we don't all have access to the same quality of education, and that is shown, like, that is reflected in the SAT scores based on 
uh, your race. And it's just it's just acknowledging that that is that. Yes, I also believe that education is a human right, but it's not where we where we're at right now. But that's what we should be working towards. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. saying like, oh, so I should be guilty isn't helping anybody. Right. And and you're and it is. But it is very hard to take the kind of inventory that you need to and be aware that like you have it easy because it's because you don't because like it's hard to see it that way when bad stuff happens to you yeah you, you, it's hard to look at things in a macro and a micro perspective yeah, like it's like, it's, like, it's like yeah listen i worked hard and i got good grades in my school it's like all right yes yeah, so this is definitely you know you there's an element of that but there's also there's always going to be an element that was out of your control that worked to your benefit exactly and and, it's, and it doesn't yeah. and that does not negate how hard you work to get to where you are but you have to acknowledge that and try to help other people to have the same and although it's primarily the idea of privilege i think it's primarily in the context of like race or gender or or orientation there's an element of of geographic privilege like mm-hmm. there's an element of just hey i was born in this area that doesn't have a good education system yeah and it's like this like yeah. there's there's all different kinds of it and it's sort of just like there's a weird like scale i'm sort of envisioning almost like a like a bar chart like a column chart where it's just like all right this is an impact and then this is also yeah. an impact like it all builds up yes you're right so i don't know um so that's that's an interesting concept so that you yeah that would be your concept I think, that you would yeah teach to because people. i think by if everyone understood it then it would be easier to tackle it and not just not just get really defensive about it because i think that's how generally these conversations go is people get really defensive and are like no i don't have it easy because it's like you know shit does happen like mm-hmm. uh like people don't think about it like so having two alive married parents is a privilege yeah. that I don't Totes. have. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? But yeah. I do have, like, I have two, I have, like, my my stepdad and my mom, both married and alive. And, like, those are two parents. But, yeah. like, my dad died when I was younger. And, like, that's not, that's something that, it's, it's not, it's not something that necessarily had a huge impact on me. Sure. But it's not a privilege that I have. Right. Like, a lot of people have. Yeah. Like, everybody's yeah. got a little thing. Like, you, like, yeah. you know, like, lost parents or, like, a, a married, a, a couple that's, if you're part of a, if you're part of a, Two parents who are married and have a terrible marriage. Yeah, that's, that's bad. If yeah, you're part exactly. of parents who have divorced, that's a bad. Marriage. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's this all a spectrum, kinds. and I think that's that's what's hardest for people to understand. So I want to get that through people's heads. Like, let's we want to get all everybody equitable. Do do we, Richard, Tim? Do you have something specific that you wanted to bring up? I'm, I've been trying to trying to figure it out and trying to think. Uh, and the only thing I can think of was uh, trying to teach uh, in in a similar vein to to Sean, like compassionate and an acknowledgement mm. for everybody like, yeah empathy empathy exactly there's actually an awesome then, yeah. post i shared on facebook today about what an empathy empathic person is and i was like this is exactly me and this drives me nuts how bad how to the t it is and like i would love to show everybody like how like my viewpoints on that and i would love the concept of empathy for everybody to share mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. acknowledge everybody else and all their features mm-hmm. and that's huge. Yeah. Um, Tim, do you have do you have one? Uh, mine is going to be not nearly as hard hitting as either of those things. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's it's whatever you think. Yeah. Would be best we for we literally just yeah, talked it's... about what our logo was, and I said it would be my two wieners. <laughs> yeah. So like you got we you were all over the board, yeah. which is really undercutting uh, my idea for my best uh, concept that I teach humanity. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, Tim, Tim, what is uh, your concept? Uh, honestly, mine would be having a legitimate and good understanding of how math works which you'd think happens in a good education you're right you're right but in any job i've had the amount of time i have wasted just trying to explain to somebody like no that's not how this works do this and then be like 
no, I think you're wrong, and this is why. And then to my hold myself back, <laughs> my it's, it's anybody, but me just being like, learn how to fucking do math, you fucking ingrate. Hmm. <laughs> to someone who's like 20 years older than me and I'd be like listen I don't care if you've been in this business for 30 years you can't fucking do math and you're making me waste an hour to prove you wrong so we can do what I said to do in the first place and that's dumb Tim I, I am a uh... I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually marking this down because I want this to be the intro to our show. <laughs> Learn to do math. Yeah! Fucking math, you fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. No, and and that's actually a really interesting point. Like because, like especially for math, my my pet peeve with that is not understanding how sample sizes work or correlation and causation work. Like, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like that, and that's on a day to day basis or yeah. on like a like a larger scale. Like, well, yeah, and I mean, statistics and all of that. Like when we get into political stuff, people are like, oh, well, I saw this study and it says this. And it's like, great. That study involved 50 people that were specifically targeted so that these statistics yeah. look great. Yes. Well, there was a uh, one time I was I was, you know, you go through your conservative relatives Facebook sometimes just to get mad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <No>. I, and <laughs> well, I sometimes you just want to feel something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like um, there was a there was a thing that was like. Um, 17% of the, or it was like 30 something percent of the illegal immigrants who are currently in jail between the ages of 17 and 31 are in jail for violent offenses, which, and you're like, Mm how dare they? Yeah. But then you like look into just the broader statistics and that's just true of the prison population. Like the prison population writ large is, is like that percentage is how many people in prison are there for violent offensive in that age group. You've nailed it because (laughs) you got all the people who committed crimes. Yeah. So it's just, it's just like not understanding how statistics work in a, in a broad context. And, and like you're saying, Mm -hmm. like, um, I think in terms of your sample, like our sample sizes as people are so small Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to like, recognize that that's where mm-hmm. privilege that's where like i think you know you have the issue with privilege because you're like well in my experience i've had a hard life it's like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 that sucks i'm right. sorry right yeah <laughs> science and statistics is not just a small number it's a broad spectrum it's supposed to give you an idea but it is not the exact thing mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah. what people don't understand yeah yeah you got to look at the big picture what would you teach everyone matt <laughs> <laughs> thanks sean uh so uh, mine is it's it's sort of it goes into whataboutism and it's the idea that like two things can be true at the same oh, time. Yes, and and I'm I and Sean's gonna be the fist bump and I and I I'm glad. I, I think the, he just raised the roof. He might raise it. <laughs> so the whataboutism thing, and I I I really hate to be the the both sides guy, but this is 100 percent something that I've seen on both ends of the political spectrum, and it drives me absolutely batty. Like the like there was um. Like, like anytime somebody brings up something about, uh, like there's, I'll, I'll bring up the, this example because this is the one that, that popped in my mind because it's recent. It's like Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris is a senator from California who is running for president in 2020 and has sort of a dodgy background when it comes to, she was an attorney general and, mm-hmm. uh, she, or district attorney, I can't remember. Um, but she's sort of a dodgy record and, and has a dodgy record on both marijuana and legalization and putting people in crimes for like sort of petty drug offenses and things like that. And I've seen a lot of people defend Kamala Harris saying, like, listen, this is a small thing. In comparison to what, like, Donald Trump is doing, this is not that bad, which is very true. <laughs> um, is, is 100% true. But also, like, it doesn't mean that we don't get to mention, hey, this is also something that warrants consideration. Yeah. Or, or like, hey, what about the, you know, Clinton, you know, listen, uh, Don Jr. 
had a bunch of emails that were on a public server. Like uh, Ivanka had a bunch of emails that yeah. were on a public server. What about Clinton's emails? I'm like, they're okay. Because the problem with any of those types of arguments, the what about this person, what they did, here's what, the, you know, what about the Republicans who did this? What about the Democrats who did this? The problem is that you can shut it down by saying, okay, they're both bad. <laughs> now what do we do? Yeah, <laughs> and, and it is it is an attempt to to stagnate the conversation and just be like, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, is, it is presented as a valid argument against whatever you're talking about. Yes. And it's not. It's just, yeah. Yes, two things... Can be bad at the same time. Yeah, we have bandwidth to understand that bad things are going on, and and I think that that's another issue where people under, assume that um that if you if you're commenting about like one news story online that because you're not commenting about another that you're not thinking about it at all. Yeah. Um, and, and I wish I had a better example off the top of my head, but I, I I'm I know that there have been articles about uh like like where where there have been protests about uh like uh Mike Mike Brown Michael Brown the 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 boy from Ferguson. Yeah. Am, I, am I thinking of the right person? Yeah. Ferguson. Um, I think I believe so. Yeah, and if, unfortunately, there's there's a lot of names I'm getting them mixed up. But Eric Gardner, like other other uh, prominent black men who have been uh, abused by the police, and there have been protests about them. And somebody will bring up, well, what about these white people who also got there? I'm like, all right, that's also bad. But listen, they're both bad now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's still yeah. not great yeah. that the police are abusing these people and like getting people kicked out of apartments and things like that. Like you can. Like there's there's a specific systematic problem when it comes to the treatment of African American people, and then there's the other smaller problem of like the cops treating white people a different way. It's just the <laughs> the equalization of certain things or the deflecting like because they're also having this problem, we don't have to solve our problem. That drives me insane. Yes, and I, well, I, I, I think another that. issue with it is just the blatant false equivalency that people do when sure. they're doing yeah. whataboutism, like. Um, I try to like get news from different sources to see what's being taken in what way by what side. Yes. Uh, so poking around on Fox News the other day, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Kamala Harris. Uh, they're like, oh, shit, she lied about what music she listened to when she got high in college. Tupac wasn't even making music yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I heard that. So, so this is the headline you're going to like <laughs> railroad. Yeah. And you're going to get real hype about this and use this as this is why she can't be a presidential yeah. candidate. Well, you're just going to fucking ignore all the things that have been proven politically and importantly Trump lied about, like, yeah. flat the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. And just <laughs> not give a fuck. Also, people have been – listen, people still think Tupac's putting out music now. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if your biggest gripe about He's a politician – and I'm not a huge Kamala Harris fan in, in general, but, like, the, the, the I, biggest I, gripe I, you have against – if you the biggest gripe you have about a politician is that they thought that Tupac put out music in 1986. Uh, find another battle. Exactly. <laughs> like, and then there's there's a meme out there about AOC, and it's like, oh well, she got fired from Weenie. Hut oh, Ocasio Cortez is a magnet for this kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like she got fired from Weenie Hut Junior for being uh, what was it? <laughs> Ir- irresponsible. Weenie Hut Junior's a SpongeBob thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the restaurant, but I made up the restaurant. But this meme's legit because I like fired on somebody about it, and they're like in 1990 or 1989 or something like that and i was like that seems like a while ago how old was she she was fucking 19 yeah you name me one 19 year old working at a fast food joint that wasn't just kind of like fuck this place i don't yeah. care yeah yeah one no mm-hmm. it's, it's it is dumb and there and there, it's also we we run into the issue of you say like well if we're gonna give aoc the pass we have to give brett kavanaugh the pass for what he did in college, it's like, yeah, but these are apples and oranges. Like, yeah. that, it's, it's also yeah, that they're completely, two, yeah, it's that you need, it's the false equivalency thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, we need to understand when 
two things like just because they happen at the same time in someone's life are not equal to each other. Yeah. The interesting test for this has been what's been going on in Virginia the last couple of weeks because we've had a lot of people, um, you know, the, the governor and the uh, not the assistant, the, the attorney general, I believe. I'm calling everybody the attorney general today, but I think it actually was. Yeah. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the yeah. governor and the attorney general were both uh, found out to have or admitted to uh, dressing up in blackface back in the 1980s. And it's been an interesting test because it's like, all right, this is 40 years ago. Like, yeah. you know, is this what, what is the, the statute of limitations on it? And, I, and the, the interesting thing is that a lot of people on, on the left have been like a lot of the a lot of actual left leaning people have said he's got to go. And then you've had actual Democratic politicians going, well, it would really suck if we lost his governorship. Yeah. Like Chris and Gillibrand, who is yeah. running for president, was similar on that. Like it, it's been an interesting litmus test for that kind of thing. Yeah. But, that, but that's a situation where, again potentially raping somebody might not be <laughs> as the same level as dressing up in blackface. Both are bad. <laughs> yes, both are bad. Both are bad. Yeah. But- I just love how he's been trying to handle that with the media because he immediately came out with a tweet that's like, I'm sorry for shit I did in high school, blah, 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 blah. And then he did a press conference where he's like, I apologize for doing this thing. When I first saw this, I was like, damn, I fucked up. And yeah. then not even 24 hours later, he's like, it wasn't me in the picture. I've never seen this picture before. <laughs> I when was, I finally did, it was like, yeah, you, you're uh, just straight up gaslighting. So now. I would, like, I would, yeah. I would very do? much recommend looking up that press conference. The first one that he did when he said, actually, it wasn't me in that picture, but I did do blackface another time because the 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 highlight <laughs> of that is when he legitimately considers doing the moonwalk. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> asked him to. One of the reporters, yeah, asked one of the reporters it. asked him to do the moonwalk. And he legitimately considers it before his wife says inappropriate. No, 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 no. time. Yeah, no, time. inappropriate. <laughs> it is maybe the best thing out of out of all, like this is a ter- that's a terrible thing that happened. He should resign or whatever. But like that is so it's con- it could not you could not write a better skit. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so tasty. Bad yeah. TV is like damn it. They beat us to it. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. All right. So Sean would teach about privilege. I would teach about uh the whataboutism. Uh, Tim would teach people math. Uh, and Rich, <laughs> which is again uh very <laughs> no, no, remarkably it's, probably it's, the best one of the four of us. And uh, and, and Richard teach empathy. And, yeah, but it's, it's what, what would have the biggest impact on on humanity? Math. Probably Tim's. Like, yeah, probably math for sure. Like, math. These all would have huge impacts. But if everyone could just learn math, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that feeds into math. everything else. Yeah, it does. A, yeah. Everybody just takes a st- one stats one class, <laughs> please. Yeah. You know, in order a to be a, a legitimate human, you have to have a. Uh, a customer service position and have one stat class. That's it, and that's yes, it. And you, you got go. it. You got it. You're good. You've got all the perspective you need on the world. That <laughs> uh, the I next love how qu- you could talk with somebody just about fucking nothing, and five minutes in, you can be like, "You've never worked in customer service." Not even talking about customer service, yeah. but yeah, you, but you can, can just tell, tell yeah. on yeah. how that conversation goes. It's like you have no idea. <laughs> well, I told them about my Apple Care, and <laughs> uh, so the next question that we have. Uh, to Sean's uh, earlier point, how do you handle people who are wrong on the internet? Does it change when they are strangers, family members, or friends? Is this is this from one this, of our significant? This is uh, blank, so I'm assuming it's one of the uh, significant others. Yeah, um, so, I call them out on it. A- a- anyone, including a- friends and family. Anyone, including friends or family, mm-hmm. I will call them out on it if I believe they're wrong and I can properly re- like debate that. I will call them out on it. Mm-hmm. I will be like, "Look, mm-hmm. you need to get your facts straight." But to like to the extent where at this point, it doesn't even have to be on the internet. It'll be in person. Mm-hmm. We had a family party yesterday, and my 
one of my really conservative family members were there. Vince. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, but, no, he, he's not very conservative like that. But um, <laughs> He wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there either. But uh, sh- sh- she's my aunt, and she uh, is is drinking the Trump juice right now. Uh, the Kool Aid. That's gross. Kool Aid. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Jim Jones out of it. Look at that uh, Trump juice, Trump baby. <laughs> and uh, constantly, I was like, "Oh yeah, this the wall. Of course, we need it now. It's an emergency." Like I was saying it out loud because I wanted to call her out on this. But I, I mean, mm. yeah, it's just like you, you, if you think whatever you're thinking is correct, mm-hmm. no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's why. I will research it. I will take an hour out of work just to make sure yeah, I can get I've you I've definitely corrected. done that before. But now to to the point of the question, does it, uh, like I said, and the question didn't bring it up, but I, I'll bring it up. So it, does it change their minds, though? Oh, it, do, do you affect any opinion that way? I don't think I ever do. Do like, any of you think it is possible to make that kind of change on the internet or otherwise to actually sway somebody's, we'll say their political opinion because we're on that subject? I don't think it's possible to change the person with whom you are arguing's opinion. But I like to think that, like, if so, when I'm when I'm arguing with a stranger on the internet, gen- generally I try to take the the nicest approach. Like, there's a line, and like in as we were talking about, I was arguing online with somebody about privilege, and it took me. I had to rewrite a comment three times because I was like, I kept leading with like, honestly, fuck you, and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is unhelpful. Yeah. So I think. It's not possible to change that person's mind, but you're, I think the best you can hope for is that someone happens upon this discourse and is like, oh, I've never thought of it in that way. And then you influence a third person, which is like way wishful thinking. And honestly, sometimes it's just about making yourself feel better to be like, I, I want you to know that you're wrong, even if you don't agree with me, because it's, it's important to me that it's like, you know, evangelizing, where you're like, you have to at least hear the word of Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just need, I just need you to know that this other opinion exists, and I think you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Additionally. Yeah. No, I, I, I sort of agree. Like, it, listen, I, I've, I'm relatively close to my family. It does 100% change if my family is the one that's doing it. For sure. Because, I Definitely, I would I would call people out way harder if they weren't my family. Yeah. Like, like when, when Rich goes on about how we need to build a wall. Uh, that I, I will 100% go and, and tell Rich, hey, Rich, I think you're, you might be wrong about this, you fucking asshole. Uh, but if it's, you know, Uncle Bill, maybe I'll have a little bit of time. Because again, it's just, it's a matter of family. It's a matter of like, this is the way I was raised. I sort of, it's, it's sort of the leftover respect your elders kind of thing. Yeah. And I know that there are people who are like, no, you know, if you're at a, if you're at a house, you know, if you're at Thanksgiving and you're, you know, your dad's wearing its Trump hat or something, call him out. I'm like, this is not. But listen, this is, there's different dynamics for different families, yes. uh, and that's just not the way it works all the time. To, but, to yeah. be clear, I don't think we need to build a wall. No, he, <laughs> no, he, <laughs> no <laughs> just you, want to make sure. Uh, no, and I think that's an important clarification that you think it's we more just of need slats. Fence. Yeah, <laughs> he just needs the slats. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but but yeah, I think I think I 100 percent agree with your your point about if you're not going to sway the other persons that you're speaking with, that there's there's lurkers online. There's like yeah, I would say. A very, very significant portion of people on the internet are just there to scroll. Yeah. And they're not commenting or replying or anything like that, but they're just reading these interchanges. Uh, Tim is one Hello. of them. He's waving. Uh, and, and I 100% agree that, that you could absolutely have an impact on that kind of, of conversation. Tim just spit out a scotch. Uh, no. 
no, my scotch was empty and I was sad and I don't know what just happened, but <laughs> no scotch was wasted in this process. Nah, jeez. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no, I, I, I 100% will take that different tack. And I don't know if you can change minds, but I, I, I think the best way to go about it is to remove yourself from the name calling thing that is very easy to get into because mm-hmm. my first knee jerk reaction is like when I see somebody who's like sort of being a very like almost being a troll just like hey fuck you buddy and yeah. then just that's the end of the conversation which does not help no anyway that, and that's and i think it is it's one of the nice things about the internet that a lot of people need to learn mm-hmm. is that you can write something and then take a breath yeah and you don't have to post it immediately yeah. and it's it's really hard not to like to be like honestly fuck you but yeah. like it's i think it's very important to just kind of come at it very even keeled because mm-hmm. there are uh, trolls especially consider that a win if you yes. if you're upset about something because you know they have it they have an opinion that's harmful mm-hmm. and you're like you know fuck you this is you're hurting people by believing this right it's for them that's a win like you can't be upset about something and right yeah but you know like we said earlier two things can be true yeah exactly you could be <clears throat> you, you could be treating it the wrong way like if somebody's like acting like an asshole while defending a point that you're making they're still an asshole mm-hmm. uh but yeah so t- tim what what are your thoughts on the on the subject what, what kind of engagement have you had with people when you're arguing online uh so it's probably the only time i've ever been blocked on facebook by anybody <laughs> uh, okay um, i think it, it might have been gun rights it might have just been racism it, it was something where it was very much a left, like left politically versus right politically conversation. Sure. And it was more so I wanted to understand his part of the argument. So I reached out and I was like, hey, I don't really get this point. And he just didn't you. And, and I wanted information. That's because you're a cock liberal. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, he responded with calling me a libtard. And I was ah, just that's like, always good. I mean, you don't really know me at all. Can I, can I just say anything, real quick, as somebody who does not ascribe himself to be a Democrat, Republican, or on the other, uh, either like traditional end of the political spectrum, the, the, the conservatives just love themselves a good nickname. Oh my God. Oh they have, they God. have the market cornered. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. The liberal Tuck, snowflake. Uh, lamestream well, favorite, media. Oh my God. That's so good. I love the liberal lamestream. Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, that. Rock Insane. Oh Obama, yeah, yeah. Osama. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bummer. Am I right? <laughs> I love it. I Osama. honestly yeah. fucking live for that stuff. It's so great. funny to me. I'm sorry to interrupt you too, but I, I could not get <laughs> no, that moment past. Uh, but, it's but anyway. great. So he called you a libtard. Part. Yeah. He calls me a libtard, and I was like, all right, I'm going to brush that one off because I do know you as a person vague enough to realize that you're not a complete imbecile. Uh, and just, like, trying to have a conversation. And then he's like, why are you trying to start shit on my Facebook? And I was like, no. If you post a politically charged thing and I have a question, this is how political conversations or debates happen. Right. I'm not attacking you, but you just keep attacking me as a human being. Yeah. And like I all I want is facts. Mm-hmm. You can't argue like your opinion is based on what? Just like I'm angry today. So I I I don't often pick fights on Facebook, but when I do, kind of like Sean, I try to go at it from the nicest point of view. Yeah. And then at some point it's just like fuck you, go fuck yourself. Uh, fuck, 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 and I try to avoid that and shut it down before that. But yeah. it yeah. it definitely. I like happens. to uh, Marie Kondo my Facebook <laughs> friend sometimes and be like, "Do you bring me joy?" Blocked. <laughs> like I think it was. <laughs> I was wondering why I didn't see any more of your posts yeah. online. Sorry, Matt, you didn't but, spark uh, joy. I, but 
when you guys were talking about family makes it harder for you, family makes it easier for me because I know really? exactly where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess it's because I don't have a lot of, I don't have a very large extended family. So I don't have a lot of that older family, but when something does come up, I can literally just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, That's this right. is think about this. And when I say think about this, they actually do. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, you're not an idiot. You're not some libtard asshole. Yeah, that, that, that's nice. And I, I wish that that kind of discourse would happen more often. Because, like, in my family, if I say something, it's like, ah, you're just a liberal like your father. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's not helpful. And I don't also, like how I'm everyone like, in your family's JFK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Matt, you were, you were part of the uh, Facebook conversation with John uh, about Third why we should... We shouldn't, yeah, third parties and the point of a third party vote and the origin of the two party system and all this stuff. Well, he was saying, he was saying basically, so I'm traditionally a third party voter and he was basically saying like, you're not an adult and also, uh, like you're not, you're not willing to take part in the political discussion, which again, I, 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 I say, I completely understand people at this table have that opinion, but it made me very angry. Well, no, I, I, (laughs) and, I think well, you didn't come across that way. You no, it's like I'm trying to rationalize with you. I'm like, because yeah. my, my argument on that real quick was just, um, it was like, well, why don't people vote for third parties? Because they don't have a chance to win. Why don't people have a chance to, why don't they have a chance to win? Well, because nobody votes people for don't them. Vote. And why don't they vote for them? Because they don't have a chance to win. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. that kind of thing. Anyway. I've been pushing that for eight years. No, now. I, I think, I, I think you are correct. Yes. I, I believe that there should be a third, that, that the fact that we have a two party system is a, it it is it is it's false society. to say that we have yeah it's false to say that we have a, a true democracy. However, I think in certain situations, it is you have to take a, a, a position where, like in the in not not so much in the last election, but definitely in this coming one, <laughs> you have to make a decision where you're like, okay, if I vote third party. What what does that mean? And it, it like it kind of means that you're electing Trump. Yeah, you, it's you know, it's or, or re-electing Trump. It's, it depends on who you're yeah. voting for. Like the the Howard Schultz, uh, the like I, I do laugh at some of the people who think that Howard Schultz is going to take votes away from Democrats. I'm like, man, it's going to be all old white people who want a CEO in his office. Yep. Like, yeah, it, there's there's fear for that, but like, no, I, I agree. Like, it's sort of you're playing. It's the game theory kind of way of yeah, looking it's, at it because we have. If I think if if they abolished the electoral college or mm. made it so that you got partial votes you know rather than it be you you win a state you get all their votes ranked choice voting exactly baby. yeah yeah then baby. a third i would be 100 percent on board a third party is ideal and yeah. let's let's get more of those people in there but but right to now, tim's, tim's point when we had that argument with me and and your brother john yeah uh, it was it was I think it went pretty well as far as a rational conversation but yeah exactly and mm. and more or less he was like Hey, this is how we were always supposed to be, and it's like literally all of our forefathers were like, "Don't fucking do this." Yeah. And we're like, "Fuck oh, yeah. it!" Remember all the the Whigs and yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, the Federalist was the Party, Bull Moose, um, boy, hey, we, the Bull yeah. Moose Party, the Know Nothing Party. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. The yeah, Know Nothing's my favorite. System. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm all, by the way, I'm, I'm all in on uh, Bill Will primarying uh, Donald Trump. I'm all in on that. Oh yeah, that's somebody, that, he's, he's already the, somebody it's out the primary. governor, right? Yeah, the the old governor Matt. He was the the VP on Gary Johnson's Libertarian ticket from, oh, from nice. six, 2016. Um, but I will say, in seeing uh, this is the this is the politics podcast now. But I will say, in watching some of the debates that Gary Johnson and Bill Weld had, I'm like, man, I want to vote for Bill Weld for president. <laughs> like, if I had a choice between the two, of you, I wish yeah. Bill Weld was running on the the, the primary ticket. But yeah. anyway, uh, we have uh, three more questions, but we're we're running low on time, so I think we can bang out two more. Okay. I think we'll, we, I think we'll, we'll be two. We'll, we'll, go, we'll do at least one, and then we'll see where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's one in particular. Let's do it. Do it. Um, this one will be quick, uh, and I, why I picked this one. Uh, this is from Michael Webster. 
And the question is, when will the 2019 Brose calendar be out? Okay. Oh, boy. 2019, That's we're a little late for that. We're yes, already we are. two months in, but... Uh, How about 2020? Uh, 2020 calendar? So, uh... Who calls what month? It'll be out for Christmas. Oh, I get December, because it's my birthday yeah. month. Yeah, you get December, I'll get August. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I July. March. Take July, and then Tim gets March. March. And yeah. then throughout the rest of the year, we'd use... The, the wines lo- that we've drank. And, and the, the logos, logos that yes. we just decided we were going to have for yeah. ourselves. Fucking so right. Sean, yeah. Sean's two decks. All right, so... Um, <laughs> ah! <laughs> it wasn't me. O- only once, Richie. God no, damn no, it. It's just like, yeah. He's only allowed to bring it up once. We can bring it up as many times That's as true. Yeah, you got to be more... <laughs> it's like the monkey paw thing. You got to be real specific about how you ask for these things. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, we could probably try for a 2020 once we get a uh, Patreon going. Yeah. Uh, uh, for, for that t- could be a Patreon reward for people. Typically, don't calendars come out like three months before the actual year starts? Y- yeah, I think usually yeah, I think the calendar so. stores... They have like a year extended, like, oh, we also have the last two months of 2019... Yeah. Like, so you can put them out as, like, a Christmas gift yeah. or something. So, uh, oh, yeah, we'll take uh, some pics and uh, get those out. So, Michael Webster, right? Uh, Michael. Sorry, yes, sorry Michael, yeah. there is no 2019, but we might do a 2020. You can make your own. We have so many yeah. pictures on our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just hit us up in the DMs and we'll send you pictures. Hit Tim up in the DMs, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, the last one, and I wanted to get to this one before we go to the next episode. Uh, the question is, happy birthday, Tim. What is your best birthday memory? Oh, so Tim, uh, let the listeners know you're turning uh, 18 this year, right? 29. 29. 29. Oh, he's a baby. Let's go. I'm not 30 yet, you old fucks. Neither am I. Fuck you. You will be. (laughs) You'll be there before me. Yeah, yeah, man. Not if I can help it. Wow, Jesus. Uh, But my best birthday memory was killing Matt on the Brose podcast. (laughs) Uh, What is your best? What is your best birthday memory, Tim? Uh, that's a tough question. I'm assuming this is Martha, but, uh, Maybe. yeah, I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's Martha just because she knows that historically I don't like my birthday because mm. all I've had are like, by and large, really shitty birthdays, mm. <laughs> but, uh, I'd probably say coming down to just like do a small thing with Matt and Jenna. Oh. With Martha, and they'd be like, oh, there's like 10 people at the dinner table. Oh, it's at uh, Timothy's of the Waterfront. Yeah, and I was, that that's the first time in a long time I had been completely surprised and completely caught off guard. Yeah, so we had like so. Paul McAndrew. I, I don't remember if the two of you came or not. I'm sure I, I'm sure we invited you, but I don't, I don't know if you're able to make I it. I don't know. I don't um, remember. But yeah, so it was, it was what, 25, of- I think. Yeah, yeah. So this was, this was four years ago. We had, uh, we had a cake. We had ice cream cake. Um, I had a birthday tie, birthday sunglasses. Yeah, birthday tie and sunglasses. <laughs> I believe that was Jenna. I believe, but I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think that was good. Timothy's Timothy's in uh, Wilmington. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you just brought Tim that- to Timothy's. Sure did. Okay. <laughs> and I took him. I've also <laughs> and, taken him to Timothy's in Newark too. I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd go with that just because uh, the the time the time taken by everybody to put together a surprise and that you guys cared enough to do oh. that for me it was just like oh thanks guys that's nice oh, that is nice that's very nice all right well that's a good and happy birthday to you happy hope you're birthday. enjoying your your birthday scotch thank you yeah i'm i'm ready for my second glass well good well <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to your second glass in just a couple minutes but i think we're pretty much done uh yeah. with today's show mm-hmm. um it was a good show it was a quality Great program job. we got, it got a lot more 
uh, real than generally the first episode does. Yeah, really. This yeah. is yeah. Normally this I, is episode I, three kind of to stuff. To be fair, I was I was coming in hot from having literally just <laughs> finished. Like I was like, I'm done with this conversation right before I came in. So <laughs> thank you for letting me vent to you guys. I appreciate it. I have a very very quick sponsor for this episode because I know that Sean, uh, you're going to be uh, talking to us about rosés during episode two. Indeed, I am. Uh, episode eight dot two, and then we got a sponsor for episode eight dot three. So this podcast. Uh, this episode of the Brose Podcast is brought to you by your cat. In the time it takes for you to listen to this message, your cat will starve to death from not eating anything since the food you gave him at the beginning of this message. For just one, ca- for just one can of shredded bits and gravy a day, you can keep your cat fit and ready to eliminate rodents and give you the love and affection you deserve, and definitely not to destroy your furniture and howl at you for more food. Cats, the domestic animal you love. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our read <laughs> the can will be winners folks uh, <laughs> so uh, you can follow me on twitter at mkaznel that's m-k-a-s-z-n-e-l uh, for more of that <laughs> that sort of hilarity uh, Sean where can people find you on twitter you can find me on twitter at hey it's SOB how about you Tim um, at Tim R. Hansen and what about you Rich uh, at b underscore walnuts and now you know we need to have a sponsor of dogs I will be writing that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's not my <laughs> job. Uh, you, you're going to be the one out there trying to procure the dog sponsorship. That's a big lobby right there. It was remarkably easy to get the cat uh, lobby on board. <laughs> they were with just this. like whatever. Yeah, the po- <laughs> it really was. Whatever. Uh, fuck you. Give me food. The podcast is uh, available on every podcast app known to mankind, and we also have a Twitter account at Brose underscore podcast. If you'd like to tweet at us uh, about anything we've said or not said. Uh, on the show everybody say goodbye to the listeners wait if you'd like to submit questions oh yes uh, submit them at bro uh brose questions at gmail.com we'd like to thank uh jensen and michael for submitting the questions this yep. week mary for compiling and, and mary, mary for putting them for together and them. and we'd like to thank for our logo shannon vogel for shannon vogel art. photography on facebook oh shannon Photo- photography and art on facebook yes, yes absolutely thank you to everybody who makes this podcast a a reality it is still mind-blowing that, <laughs> that this is something that people listen to uh, and that we are still doing uh, 22 episodes in. Holy moly. Uh, but for Sean O'Brien, Tim Hansen, uh, Rich Sweet, and Mary O'Brien, everybody who submit questions, and the entire Action News team saying have a great night and as always a very pleasant tomorrow, it's me, Matt Casnell. What's going on in the world today? today? <laughs>